0: Welcome to the Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast.
1: Where we investigate how to master and harness the energy of our emotions to regain our power, vitality, confidence, and quality of life.
0: There are tons of websites, books, videos, and courses that speak about changing your thoughts and mindset. You know, three steps to this, nine tips for that.
1: Old school personal development told us that all of our blocks come from the brain and our thinking process. However, new research proves that our thinking and decision-making actually comes from
0: our emotions. After all, emotions are energy in motion. Emotions drive our money decisions, life choices, relationships, and even our health and fitness.
1: Having the life of freedom and joy that we all crave requires that we first master our emotional
0: center. Welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior. Welcome to another episode of The Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. Today, we have a brand new guest. Her name is Anne Hintz, and I believe I'm just going to hand it off and let her tell you who she is and her story. So Anne, thanks for joining us.
1: <laughs> Kai, thank you for having me. Um, yes, so I felt my story really worked with the, the um, subject of this podcast because it's all been about emotions. It started with emotions. So I had a pretty traumatic childhood. I think a lot of us do. I had two alcoholic parents. And when I was 19, I woke up one morning and found my mother dead in the bathroom, in our bathroom. And that was pretty traumatic at the time, but I didn't realize how much I suppressed it all. So when I was in my late thirties, I was a stay at home mother with two young boys. And I went to my doctor and he asked me my stress level because he could tell it was higher than it should have been. And I said it was an eight out of 10. And that shocked him. (laughs) But I knew straight away when he asked me what it was about, I was still holding on to that trauma from 20 years ago. The tears were still so close to the surface. So he worked with me with a technique that's called EFT, um, short for emotional freedom technique or tapping. Mm -hmm. He worked with me for about 15 minutes. And I walked away from that doctor's office being able to tell the story of her death without the tears, without the emotions there. So I knew something had shifted. So I learned that technique myself because it's something you can learn really easily and and work with it yourself. And I worked with it on everyday emotions. When I'd find myself reacting to something, I would tap about it. Mm -hmm. But I wanted more than that. I wanted a real shift in what was happening in my mind. So I wrote down all my traumas from childhood that I can remember any event that had emotions attached to it. And I went through them one a day, one each evening, and I found my mind becoming quiet. And once I got to that point, I could look back and realize that the, the person who was talking in my mind, who is judging me and judging other people, it was my dad. I'd been programmed from him through ch- in childhood, and I just kept replaying it in my mind. So it was really nice to get to the point where he was no longer there. That voice was no longer there. I wasn't criticizing myself. I wasn't criticizing other people. So that was a really nice shift. And then I found that I could keep going because this EFT had allowed me to get in touch with the emotions that I was feeling because I didn't know what they were before that. I had so much resistance inside of me that I wasn't even aware how I was feeling. So it got me in touch with the emotions. And then I realized that underneath the emotions that we feel, there are actually a set of physical sensations. So perhaps underneath anger, we're holding tension in our abdomen and maybe we're holding tension in our jaw, but we're not not really aware of it. Mm. So I became aware of those physical sensations. And then at that point, I kind of got to a phase where I felt like I didn't need EFT as much because I was more aware of what was happening in my body. So I was in a group where the man said, every time we met... He said, it, you don't have to meditate. It's just about feeling your feelings. Well, he never explained it. He could never explain it. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I didn't know at the beginning what he meant. It didn't mean anything to me. But as I was doing more tapping, I started to think, okay, well, maybe I should try and do this. So I, I had to work out what it meant. What does it mean to feel your feelings? Well, so I, was, I started when I was at the kitchen sink doing the dishes. I would notice I was thinking a thought that had emotions attached to it. And so I I, I just stopped. I held myself as a statue. I actually just stopped in time and space, held my breath and felt those physical sensations. What does that anger feel like in my body? And I would talk to those feelings. It's like, okay, I can feel that tension right there in my stomach. And I want to feel you. I I want you to be okay to be expressed inside my body. So at some point, then I'd need to take a deep breath. And as I did, there was a shift. So then I would think the thought again, see if it had changed. And normally it had changed somewhat. So then I would feel those feelings again and let them dissipate. And then I would do it again. I would keep going with the same thought until the emotions had gone from it. So then the thought was free so this was really good. I could, I could feel myself shifting as I was doing this. So then I would get to the point that I'd actually lie on the sofa because I could relax more there. And I would start working on these global issues. I would work on like the, on nine 11, right? We all had emotions around that. So I bring up the thought of nine 11, feel the feelings, allow them to just be, and then they would dissipate. And at some point during this process, I got to the point where I had been feeling this tension inside and it dissipated. But I noticed my awareness actually stayed inside my body, which was really weird. Never heard of anyone else doing this. Um, Didn't know how to place it, but I just kept working with it. I would move my awareness around inside. I would focus on tension that I noticed, which is exactly the same thing I was doing on the outside when I was thinking of feeling, feelings or emotions. Now I'm doing it on the inside. And eventually it got to the point that I could put my awareness inside my head and, and mostly inside my cheeks. And there's so much tension in there that I was never aware of before, never. Um, but I could put my awareness on the tension, hold it there, let, allow it to dissipate And I realized at this point I could actually feel it and hear it releasing. And I realized at that point, it's the connective tissue, Hmm. the fascia, the fascia system. It sounded like old fabric ripping. So as I've done this more and more, um, I've actually had a a new X-ray taken a few weeks ago now and the whole skull structure my whole skull structure has changed because i've been releasing tension held in the connective tissue to allow the bones to to reorient and um, and i never knew we had that power within us but but now i do all
0: right let me let me review what i heard okay and then you fill in all the blanks okay so there was the trauma you're carrying it around 20 years you through some event find yourself realizing that it is really based on that trauma that you're having the style of experiences you're having 20 years later, right? When you said in your thirties. So let's say you just for argument's sake have anxiety. So now what you're finding is that there is this root trauma, which was that moment. So you now have these tears at all times ready to go. So the emotion Let me see if I can phrase this right. The emotion itself, there is a thought underneath that thought layer, however, is some tension slash area in the body where this is actually stored. So, right? Is that?
1: Yes. Yes. I do believe it's all stored in the body.
0: Okay. So let's say you have, you know, in those days, you had a memory of the experience you had with your mother and you now feel it i don't know let's just say right here in your shoulder your shoulder hurts and let's say it's stored right in there so now normally you're walking around going wow my shoulder hurts today and you really don't know why and let's say you go to a doctor who now gets you into physical therapy and wants to put you on steroids because that's what they think this is and it might be but what you're saying and and I believe this as well. So we're on the same page with this. I believe that either this piece right here is actually the result of something else hurting physically. So there's reflexology. And secondly, there's something in there emotionally, right? That's that's where the emotions are showing themselves to you. We think they're words, right? We think that they're the word anger or despair or forlornness. We, we label it. So there's a whole emotions wheel and we go, yes, 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 yes what you're saying and I believe this that they are actually a communication system that is now stored somewhere in this whole vessel we call our body is that is that a fair assessment yeah.
1: each emotion that we, we give the words of an emotion to it like fear mm-hmm. fear is attached in us to all sorts of memories where we've experienced fear and that those memories are stored in the body somewhere in the the connective tissue and maybe other places too. And and yes, that tension around mm-hmm. those memories is stored in the body. And yes, it might be, if, it could be in the shoulder, but it could be somewhere else and it, you're just feeling it in the shoulder, um, but it, right. it could right. also be somewhere else. Yeah.
0: Okay, so so we have that. Then you started tapping, EFT. And I mean, the way I it's just... Working your way down right this tap tab, right? Okay. So once you get that in one session in 15 minutes, you were able to feel a release where you could tell the story without that physical storage area expressing itself, right? There was no energy in your tear duct saying story equals that reaction physically. So no emotion. Happens for us without some sort of area in the body being attached to the expression of it. Is that fair? Is that a fair sense? Yeah, fair?
1: I would say that we, we store we're programmed in childhood. Yes. And, and yes. And yes. then, fortunately, from, yes. from, <laughs> from then on, <laughs> but yeah, from then on, we're, we're kind of replaying those things that we stored in childhood.
0: Yes. And it's, you know, every time I hear that, that line that's in childhood, it's so upsetting because it's the most vulnerable time you have. You know, I mean, you don't have any defenses to fight off this noise that's called programming. I mean, it's just so terrible. So, Okay, so now we are tapping towards freedom, and your next awareness was the ability to actually, without meditation, but to actually become aware of of that pain being associated, wherever that was, or that expression, right? We'll call it pain for right now. And by giving attention to it, you were able to basically communicate and say, I release you. Is that fair?
1: It's, it's, I would say it's total acceptance. So what EFT does with the emotions is it's totally, allows you to totally accept whatever it is you're feeling right now. Because we have been suppressing our emotions and our feelings Mm. so long, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're programmed to do that. So EFT starts allowing you to accept those feelings. So you're tapping as you're feeling the feeling. So it it allows that to relax. and, And beneath that then is the awareness of the physical sensations associated with those emotions. That you have been doing all along, like we put ourselves in a particular stance when we're feeling an emotion, mm-hmm. like fear. We might, you know, we might hold ourselves, um, we might um, hold our, our shoulders tight. Okay, sure. As we're feeling fear, right? Mm-hmm. So we do that, but we're not conscious of it. So this kind of opens it up that subconscious mind and makes you aware of what it is you're doing when you're feeling an emotion.
0: So, i I'm trying to pinpoint this you're saying that what what emotional name did you experience when you would recall your mother's trauma with the tears was it sadness was what 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 there was label? a whole
1: there's a whole layer, layer that's okay. what that's what you're doing with e f t if you find the first layer um mm. which was probably sadness um okay. but underneath um there was there was some Um, some shock, um, fear, um, a whole host of emotions. And I did have to work through some of them after that um, session with my physician, Mm -hmm. right? We kind of took off the first layer then, and then more layers will bubble up.
0: Okay. So you, let's say just, just for the audience. So there's sadness, The sadness is a word you're saying you felt it somewhere in your body that that emotion showed itself somewhere intention somewhere in your body, right?
1: It did at that early stage, I was not able to get to that awareness, though, I had Mm -hmm. to do work with EFT on on just using the words like perhaps my dad Mm -hmm. shouted at me, right? That's just a series of words that Mm -hmm. have a memory attached to begin with, I wasn't necessarily aware of how I felt about that. So as I, as the months went by and I did more and more with EFT, then I was able to open up more and think about, okay, that, that was fear and underneath the fear. Oh, I'm holding my abdomen really tight when I'm thinking about that fear. Mm. So it's just another layer of awareness, depth of awareness that's, you can achieve by doing this kind of work more and more
0: okay um then came the next stage which you called insight so talk us through that again so now you have found sadness you have released the sadness there are other layers under that you experience that you're holding them in different parts of the body often in the jaw right next what what, what's this next layer of insight then
1: Well, this next day was probably the the going into the feeling, the feelings, right? Holding myself as a statue so that those physical sensations could be allowed to just dissipate. So I'm putting my awareness on those physical sensations themselves, not considering the words, not really considering the emotions, which is also a word, but just the physical sensations. Holding my awareness on it, just focusing on it, putting attention on it. Yeah and just allowing myself to feel it because it had always been suppressed, right? We, yeah, I, I had never allowed myself to really feel what fear fear feels like. So it was just allowing that to actually express itself inside my body. Doesn't mean to go out and be afraid of something, right? If you're feeling anger, it doesn't mean to go and be angry with someone. It just mm-hmm. means to feel what that physical sensation feels like in the body.
0: Deep. What was your experience with fear? What did that feel like for you? Do you remember?
1: Um, well, it was mostly in my, mostly solar plexus area. Just okay. a tension, a, a tightness that then would just kind of loosen. I I don't know whether this is a, like a, a female thing, but I think a lot of us are told to hold ourselves, hold our stomach in, mm-hmm. right? To so yeah. stand up straight and hold your stomach in. Sure. But in that process, right, we're we're tightening up those, those muscles, the, the fascia, the connective tissue, we're tightening up and we're holding it tight. So in this process, I actually learned how to really let go of those uh, muscles and the connective tissue in the abdomen.
0: Okay. Is there another layer after that?
1: Another layer was that actually being able to go inside the body. So imagine you have a stomach ache or a toothache, right? While you're in the process of having that ache, you can feel where it is, right? You know where it is inside the tooth or inside the stomach, right? right? But but when it's gone, you can't normally pinpoint it again. You, right. you can't put your awareness back on it. Sure. So I was able to keep my awareness back inside the body. And and it became that I could put it, I mean, I can now. I can put my awareness like inside my, inside my palate, inside the center of my head, um, inside the root of my tooth, which is kind of a weird feeling. Yeah. Um, So that is just a deeper level of awareness. And now I'm working on the physical itself, actually the connective tissue, the tension, the physical tension held in the connective tissue. So I don't need to be uh, aware of the thoughts or the emotions or the feelings, but specifically the physical tension right inside.
0: How do you release that?
1: I just hold my awareness on it.
0: And it does it, or it just gives,
1: it just releases. Yes. Mm. And that's where I can, I can feel it and hear it. So I know it's happening. Yeah. I and I have I you know, know. I, if I re- release enough tension, then my neck will crack. Right. It, huh. I've got my own internal chiropractor that knows when it needs to release something more. So, yeah,
0: that's powerful. That's amazing.
1: It is. And we, uh, to know that we have this power within us mm. um, is pretty amazing. Yeah, and
0: Absolutely. Um, do you find that you need to put yourself, I mean, you said you didn't need to meditate, but do you need to be in a quiet spot? Is this something you do regularly? Is it a daily thing where you just kind I of- do it.
1: I do it many, many times throughout the day uh, oh, and really? throughout the night. Whenever I wake up, it's I'm, I'm always finding, okay, what's the next layer of tension, right? Where, where can I feel tension? And then I'll put my awareness there, let it go. So I'm just working through the layers of the onion, just one at a time. Um, because it feels good, it feels this is really, really old tension that's been held in my body for for you know decades. And it feels really good to release that tension. And as I do, I know that my neck is straightening. I have scoliosis. Um, it is straightening, which is really nice. And, you know, this tension, I was not aware of this tension inside my face until I actually was able to put my awareness there. So now now I can feel it. I want to let it go. Just feels good to let go of tension.
0: So eyes closed, eyes open, does it not matter? To
1: begin with, to begin with, I needed to have my eyes closed. To begin with, I needed mm. to be um, relaxed, lying down, sitting down. Now I can do it anywhere. I can do it eyes open, eyes closed. And um, if I'm watching TV, I can do it um, pretty much anytime.
0: So do you do a a mental inventory of your body and look for tension is that is that how do you find it
1: i can do um but these days i i pretty much just know where the next piece of tension i can feel it i mean it, it hurts it's it's oh really okay. tight tension yeah i mean my, my my skull is still not totally straight it's not symmetrical It's is becoming more symmetrical and i think once it is symmetrical there won't be any tension left and, and i don't need to do this so much anymore which would be nice
0: yeah yeah. Yeah. No, well, but you'll probably still will. Cause you know, how. <laughs>
1: I'll probably seek it out more at that point. Yeah.
0: I mean, this is one of those things from the physical side, you know, I was, I, I met an individual once and he would just kind of poke around, let's say on his, well, you can see it here, but on his arm, right. And all of a sudden he would just find the spots that hurt. And then with a good amount of pressure and, you know, acupressure in that sense, he would be able to release it. But What's interesting on what you're saying is you can do it just through thinking. You don't have to sit here. I mean, there you can't reach everything. So I mean,
1: right? Yes, I'm doing it from the inside, Um, and I'm I'm not. I don't think I'm in my thinking mind. There might be another part of the mind, which is the feeling Mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. But um, to begin with, when I had to focus on it, I was just feeling. I wasn't thinking. Now I can multitask it, and to me, it's actually the inner eye. It is the inner eye. And to begin with, the inner eye was pretty stuck. Um, Whether it's the pineal gland or not, I don't know. I know it's from somewhere in the center of my head because I'm looking from somewhere. So I can tell what's in front and what's behind and above Mm -hmm. and below. Um, And it was stuck, right? So it needed a lot of focused awareness to loosen it up. Now I think it's loose enough that I can do other things at the same time.
0: Hmm. All right, so let's walk through sitting in front of the T V. So the TV's on, it's doing its thing. Let's say for us beginners, we're gonna close our eyes, even though that's happening. And you're simply as a beginner, as as a novice, what should I be looking for? Because I mean I don't have your skill set developed. So how would I do it?
1: You're feeling you're feeling, you're working out what it is. Are you feeling some emotion right now? Or are you feeling some tension right now? <clears throat> Excuse me. And whatever it is you're feeling, see if you can allow it to be. Right. Allow that emotion to just be there. Notice right. it. Pay attention to it. Or if it's a pain, put your awareness on it for as long as you can and just just notice it, right? With your mind. It's like, oh, how does it feel? Is it is it really sharp pain? Is it a dull pain? Just you can use your words to kind of keep your awareness on it, which is what we do with EFT. The words are there to keep the emotion in the body, to keep the feeling in the body. Mm -hmm. So just notice it, allow it to be, and then see what happens. Just see if it can relax a little bit more and then do it again.
0: And obviously keep on going until it releases. I I don't mean in one session, but, you know, over several times a day or days or even weeks. Right.
1: Because we are so trained not to put attention on anything, right? We put a bandage Mm -hmm. on it and then we go on with our lives, but it's calling pain is a call for attention. So if you put attention on it, that's what it needs to help release.
0: So what do you think emotions, if, if pain, are that signal, then what do you think emotions are? I mean, a lot of people will say it's energy in motion, right? That's what emotions are. So what do you think they are a signal for? Are they the trauma? Are they the, the stored memory? What What do you think an emotion is versus the pain?
1: It's a, it's a replaying of something from childhood. It's coming to us right now so that we can look at it and let it go. I look at it through the law of attraction and that we are a whole signal. A whole body is a signal mm-hmm. and we attract things based on our programming. Yeah. So if we're attracting something now that brings up fear, it's just so that because we've got it stored in our body, if we look at it, if we let it go, we're not going to attract the same thing next time. Mm-hmm. So this work changes your signal and then changes your future based on that change of signal.
0: Hmm. Yeah. 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 I I've had experiences, but not this level of in depth. I'm I'm enjoying this. This is phenomenal. I think this is really, really sweet. So do you believe, and I know this is a relative thing, but do you feel you have achieved a pretty good amount of emotional freedom? I mean, would you say, I mean, it's never done. This work is never done, but do you feel like you've gotten rid of a good amount of this programming from childhood? Is it just, a just scratched the surface? I mean, how far with all your work do you think you've gotten?
1: I I can't say in a relative. I can say compared to how I used to be, yes, I've got rid of a huge amount because I'm getting, I'm getting to some really deep held tension that I'm not even aware of how it got there at this point.
0: And wow, I know when I
1: started out, right, when I started out, I, I stopped watching the news right I couldn't watch the news because I would get too emotionally involved in things right right but at this point I watch the news because I want to know how I'm triggered I want to find the things mm-hmm. that still trigger me and let them go so I do I, I watched the whole series on on 9-11 the other day this past week because yeah. I wanted to see what was still there that triggered me and and I, I tapped through it and, and it it depends on the event, right? There's some things that I that I'm very calm about, but you know, if something happens with my boys, that's still I'm still pretty triggered by that. So I think we all have different things that we are more emotionally involved with, and you know, they say they say our family is our our biggest teacher, right? They're our biggest mm-hmm. teacher because. They're the ones that are going to bring up stuff for us to look at
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's let's go there for a second. You mentioned uh your dad's uh voice you know ringing and and being i guess the the moderator of some of these program loops right I mean or the narrator, yes. if you will and what do you uh, Is your dad still alive no. OK. What, what's coming up for me is I don't know if it's easier with people that have passed to fix this or people that are alive that are still able to, in a simple phone conversation, trigger that. In other words, you know, the, the people that have passed, it, there's no more. It's, it's now it, it, it's just a memory. There's no new. It's just you playing loops. Or, but I mean, unless you have videotapes and you play them, and you want to, you know, hurt yourself that way, yes, push my buttons, please. Let's rewind that. But you know, let's assume for a second you're not like this. (laughs) Then how how would you say to someone whose button pushing people are still around? How how do you clean that? How would you go about? stopping their ability to push those buttons as they incessantly keep doing because they're not growing and they know those buttons have worked they've put them there they've been there for however many decades you've been carting them around and they just go push boink, you know and it's like hitting play on, on a dvd
1: <laughs> so what do you want to do is you want to remove your buttons yes right so right. That's one of the things I did in my group that we had. We had a list of buttons. Mm -hmm. We wrote down all our buttons and we tapped through our buttons. And if you let go of your buttons, so it's no longer a button, if they try and push it, they're going to be disappointed. Interesting. And they're going to stop trying to push it because it doesn't do anything.
0: There's no reaction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. How about then if the people have passed? Because now, you know, one language I heard is, you know, you're sort of boxing with a ghost, you know, if it was something that was difficult for you as in the past. Same thing. You find whatever that Same was. Same thing. You, Same you thing. find
1: your memories, your emotions inside of you, and you let them go. And to me, that is true forgiveness. Right? If there is no longer any charge, when you think about that person anymore, you have truly forgiven them. And the, the buttons then are not there for that. Even if you look at old photos, then you, once you've done this work enough, compassion and understanding arises. It mm. just arises. It's underneath all the baggage that you've stored about these people.
0: Mm. Yeah, this is phenomenal. There's a lot to process here. But uh, again, at the end of it all, the technique is probably the tapping. Once you get that down, it's really, it's it's that focus. It's that attention, placing that attention and intention where it is you want to
1: It is. Now, there are something. thousands and thousands of videos online about tapping and EFT. But kind of like a lot of our society these days, they, they've gone to the positive. They're trying to tap in the positive.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it's the negative that's stored in the body. The power of EFT when it was developed was just to work on the negative because underneath the negative, the positive is already there. So if it, it, you're focusing on the negative, You can't. there's no point really in focusing on the positive. In, it will bring up some of the negative as you focus on the positive if you have resistance around the positive but it's not going to be as powerful as going down that neural pathway where you've stored that negative. Hmm. So just keep that in mind if you're watching videos online.
0: Okay. Uh, How can somebody from my audience get a hold of you if they wanted to contact you? Is that possible?
1: It is. I have a website and hints.com. I have a YouTube channel where I'm putting a lot of detail in of my journey on there. In videos, and I have a book where I wrote down my whole story with the different steps, um, kind of like a self-help book. How to do it? Uh, it's called A Pathway to Insight, and okay. it's available from Amazon or your local bookstore.
0: Okay, I'm going to get your book because I would like to see what that set of steps is. I'm very curious. You know, I I don't like the word manipulation of emotions, but this ability to release I'm a firm believer in energy work so I mean I've we've we have horses and uh, we had one horse who developed something called EPM which is a neurological disorder Uh, there seems to be a a massive explosion of this around the country uh, ever since COVID it's very strange why horses would be getting this it's transmitted usually through possums things like that that have urinated somewhere and the horse eats you know the grass whatever and it's it's most of the horses die from this. However, we've had a really strong success story, and we have two energy workers uh, besides some of the medication and alternative uh, herbal things that we're doing, which are very powerful. But it was one of the energy workers, sacral cranial work, that actually found this, triggered it to come out. So just like what you're saying, so he had it, but it was dormant and we didn't know he had this he had some symptoms but they the diagnosis from the symptoms was something completely different it was a they said it was a gut issue not at all this was stuck in his tail and when she released that energy that traveled to i mean i could see his head just dropped it was terrible we thought he was going to go at that moment i'm super healthy looking horse beautiful horse and next thing you know just he can't even hold his head up and um we got him back, but her energy work is just incredible. It's absolutely, I mean, she just, and and all she does is touch. That's it. She's not chanting. She's not jumping. She's just touching here and there and that horse, you can see him. I mean, all of a sudden he's relaxing. Then he's trying to, you know, get it free and he's moving, he's tapping his, his, his hoof, you know, and he's just pounding the floor and he'll roll and he'll come back up and he says, do more, you know? So, I mean, why is this something that we can't do with our thoughts? I mean, as powerful as thinking is, and as what you're saying that that awareness what, Why aren't we doing it that way on the inside? I, I think this is amazing. So I'm, this is great that you reached out, that we we get to talk like this. This is a, a wonderful thing. So I hope my audience really, you know, gets the power of what you're suggesting. So more power to you for doing the work and not just for yourself, but to share this. I think it's a really great gift that you've brought to. Whoever it is that's going to listen, it might be five or five gazillion, you know, but it might be that you actually put that out there on the self-healing. Self-help is one thing, but self-healing, I mean, you know, just just picture that for a second, that we can, we can do this. And, I mean, I have done tapping. It's really not that big of a deal, you know, in terms of the doing of it. Obviously, the inner work is, but so it's not like you got to spend gazillions of dollars for machinery or anything. I'm so... Thank you. I mean, I really appreciate you having done this work. It's a, it's a big thing because you could have just kept this to yourself and said, ah, see you. (laughs) But I mean, you're choosing to go out there. You're taking time out of your life to push this around and say, Hey, you know, not in your face. It's, it's up to you. And you're saying it's up to you. That's how, that's how come we're doing this conversation here. So.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I I love this. I love talking about this.
0: Yeah. I I can tell (laughs) this is good. And I mean, Well, I mean, you've done it. You own this. You know, this is your wheelhouse. This is what your gift is to us. So, really, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate your time, man. And uh, just hang on one second. Okay, I just want to stop the recording. So, again, thank you very much for being a guest on the show. And uh, You're we'll welcome. Put, I'll put into the link uh, the, the show notes. I'll put your uh, information so that people can get a hold of you. Great. So.
1: That, that was a great horse story, and you know part of my story I actually talk about it in the book is when I let enough tension go inside my face my my jaw started just letting go like mm. a metronome it would just go back and forth as it was releasing the tension, kind of like your horse
0: yeah, so the horse holds it also in his jaw and he it's at the top between the ears, the area is called the pole on on a horse, you know the pole area right. where the halter goes over and that area he wouldn't give for nothing he just wouldn't give at all and she finally you know about a week ago it got that piece released and from there now it's in the jaw and you know the horses are bicameral they have this left does not necessarily talk to the right thing going on so when you train you always have to do from both sides it's very thing like they're two horses they do have the the crossover but you know sometimes they don't necessarily (laughs) do it for you so but you could see his yeah it went back and forth and he's trying to yawn it out you know and the tongue is coming out I mean nothing bad it's 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 just you could tell the release was just really and you could tell he's just in a better place and uh,
1: we got the results actually
0: just today from his blood work and uh, I mean he he had one of the highest. Uh, they call it tighter counts in the blood work, you know, that that registers this. He had one of the highest that they've ever seen, and uh, he should not have made it, c- according to the original physician that came out here, the vet, and uh, they told us keep him in a pasture where, if he doesn't make it, you can get him out, and. Uh, huh. We talked to him, the, the horse, you know, and uh, we said, look, we want you here. You're a great horse. You deserve to be here. He has a, he has childhood trauma. He has foal trauma. <laughs> he had a, he had a difficult childhood. <laughs> he really did. And I wonder how long he's had this because this, the symptoms that have come from this are why he was always being passed along from barn to barn. Nobody knew what this was. We didn't know. And oh. what he was acting out. Looked like he was just being defiant in the sense of not being rideable, especially by younger riders. You know, a, a teenage kids that want to ride this kind of horse for that type of sport. But um, they were just like what you're saying—that it's, it's tension somewhere here that's caused by some experience. Well, he had that too. He had his experiences. He must have, because otherwise, how can he release it? You know, I mean, there's no way right. to release it if it wasn't—if you didn't put it in there, how can you get it out? So <laughs> right. <laughs> But finding, but again, finding people that can do that work, you know, because I mean, you can't teach the horse verbally. So I mean, now you got to find somebody that can maneuver that energy. But I mean, you've shown us that through discussion, and then your book and everything else that you're doing. And other people that you've worked with already, there's there's an ability to actually work this material into yourself and be free. I mean, I've always wondered what the purpose of life is. People ask you that all the time. What's the meaning of life? It wants to be free. Well, free from what? Well, it depends what you're <laughs> enslaved by. You know, I mean, it's, it's different for all of us. But I mean, if you're a slave to this programming, it's it's sad, you know, because you, you don't even know it, as you said. And now you're, you're right. clenched here and you can't sleep right because you're clenching your face and you wake up, you grind your teeth, everything hurts, you know, and that's just here. I mean, I'm sure I, I can tell you personally, I've stored that kind of tension in other parts of my body that uh, that was not good. Had I not addressed it. And now with what you're saying, and hopefully we can talk some more once this is all done, because I'd like to free as much of me as I can. I'd like to live a long <laughs> time, you know, free from this trauma and this crazy yeah. tension. So.
1: Well, I feel like the, the soul is tied into the body through or like the ego expresses through the tension that we held hold in the connective tissue. Mm-hmm. So I think this work is kind of freeing up the soul inside the body and I think once the soul is free it's happy inside the body it's going to stay as long as it wants to stay.
0: Nice. I like because that. There's no reason not to. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I always told, you know, I am a former teacher and I always told my kids I said, you know, I I'd, I'd like to live to be 125 and their initial response was why. And because their assumption is that at 80, everything just goes downhill and falls off, you know, and you're just right. picking up these pieces like Mr. Potato Head or something. <laughs> and I said, well, no, I'd like to live happily. I mean, you study the blue zones. People are living a long time and they're, you know, eating minimally and they're they're feeling good. Uh, their eyes are clear. Their Their mind is clear. And this is, for me, just another piece of this puzzle to unlock. And I love that soul freedom. That's, that's amazing. That's the way to go. All right, so thank you again. Hey, thank you for sharing your time with us today. We would like to know what your thoughts are on today's topic. Please join the conversation on www.kiennis.com and at Instagram at Way of the Emotional Warrior. So have a great day and be well.